0: You are now standing amongst Sydney Nolan's often blisteringly bright paintings of the Wimmera district. The sun, said Nolan, is the dominant factor in this country. The strong Australian sun scorches across these canvases. The strength of the light is sometimes almost blinding. Look at the brilliance of the light in paintings like Wimmera from Mount Arapiles, or railway guard Dimbula. Be careful you don't get sunburnt. As Nolan said, this is landscape pitched in such a high key and so bright that it works in your stomach as well as your eyes. The Wimmera is a region that spans across the west of Victoria, encompassing towns like Horsham, Dimboola and Nil. It is very flat land used for growing wheat, which colours the land a handsome blonde. The Wimmera's plains are vast, but are dramatically interrupted by the sheer cliffs of the Grampians and Mount Arapiles. Mount Arapiles features in a number of the works here. It towers up in images like Dimbula or Wimmera Landscape, a most dramatic intervention in an otherwise flat landscape. Nolan was conscripted into the army in 1942, and after stating that he was not prepared to shoot a rifle, was co-opted into the 3rd Supply and Personnel Company for labouring and guard duties. He was stationed in the Wimmera, primarily in Dimbula where he was to load and guard a requisitioned garage full of biscuits, tins of pineapple and bully beef. This was an inland safe haven set up just in case the Japanese took over the coastal towns. "'Feel a bit like a little boy left on my own here,' he said. "'Cold, too, surrounded by enough jam to make me feel like an apricot.'" Interestingly, before the advent of the war... Nolan firmly imagined himself as a modern abstract painter, certainly not a painter of Australian landscapes. He desired to contribute to the European avant-garde tradition. In fact, he and a friend had tried just a few years before to stow away by sea to Europe, but they were caught and most ingloriously sent home. Nolan loved European literature. He devoured Blake, Baudelaire, Joyce, Guida, Kierkegaard, Freud, Kafka and Marx. He took to heart this line from Rambeau's poem, A Season in Hell. We must be absolutely modern. He saw these ideas become manifest in avant-garde painters such as Henri Rousseau or Paul Clay and school of Paris artists such as Picasso. However, his desire to be absolutely modern in Europe came to a crashing halt with the advent of World War II. His wartime experiences created a turning point. Nolan said, Being on one's own, or being in the army, which is, in a sense, being on one's own, and being forced to stay in Australia instead of going to Paris and paint, as I'd hoped to, changed many things. I began to forget Paris and modern art. More and more I began to appreciate the reality of my situation. I was surrounded by Australian life. Nolan's time in the Wimmera, between 1942 and 1944, was a time of intense artistic development in which Nolan clarified his ideas about painting and redefined his relationship with the Australian landscape. The Wimmera series would give him the way forward for his Kelly series. This consolidation of his ability was partly enabled through the enforced contemplation that his army duties enabled. Nolan did not complete preparatory sketches for his paintings. He preferred to work spontaneously, creating works quickly, often in a single night, and not reworking them. He privileged intuition and immediacy. This was an outlook that he shared with artistic colleagues such as Albert Tucker, Arthur Boyd and John Percival. None of these painters had a classical training. They rejected what they saw as tired academic principles, preferring to focus on an untutored instinctive style. They prized vitality in art, personal interpretations, intensity of vision. Nolan was a key member of the Angry Penguins, a collective of artists and writers determined to modernise Australian arts and to challenge conservative conventions. He was also a key member of the Heidi community and would return to spend time with John and Sunday Reed whenever he had leave he would borrow stacks of books from Sunday's collection of 20th century literature to take them back to Wimmera. Sunday was important in his transition as an abstract painter to a landscape painter. Nolan said of her input, She calculated what the chances were of redoing Australian landscape. At that time, we were heavily involved in abstract painting and being avant-garde and going forward from that point so going back to landscape was rather like treason. We did discuss it, and I did start to change course as a result. An intriguing characteristic of the Wimmera paintings is their unique spatial qualities. Look at Flower Lumper, Dimbula, for instance. This image of a man carrying a bag of flour on his back, a job Nolan would have done often in the army, has been intricately abstracted. The bag, with its wonderful tiger logo, looms giant in the foreground, while in the background are two tiny figures perched almost playfully on the man's head. Nolan has worked with space in an original way. Indeed, in many of these images, the space is ambiguously arranged, sometimes giving a strange floating quality. His ability with colour is also marvelously present in Flower Lumper. Brilliant yellows, reds and blues leap out of the canvas. Nolan was very specific about the paint he preferred. He used Ripplen, a high-grade enamel paint manufactured for use on houses or boats. He attributed almost magical properties to the paint. In the painting Wimmera landscape, the trees are painted with little licks of paint. They seem to flicker. They emit an energy, a rhythm. Similarly, in After Grass Fire, the burnt out, blackened areas where the fire has followed the fence line contrast magnificently with the pockets of burly scrub in the sun bleached plains. In these images, Nolan is working with space in an expressive, abstracted manner. A lovely painting in the series is Dimbula of 1944, a nighttime scene which presents an expressive self-portrait of Nolan standing in front of the striking escarpment of Mount Arapiles. Every night before tea, he would walk through the scrub to the top of a slope that presented a view of the mountain. It is a mystical image, suggesting of a dreamlike narrative. The figure of the women and the train passing behind Nolan, adding to the narrative potential. Of the Wimmera, he wrote... You were forced to either love it or hate it. I loved it. The Wimmera exerted a powerful force on Nolan, which encouraged him to direct his work into potent new forms.